Today on the podcast, I have an extra special guest. If you are at all interested in understanding some of the difficulty in diagnosing lupus, the toll that can take on an individual, or perhaps you are dealing with lupus and its effects on multiple systems, then you will find the following conversation to be incredibly enlightening. Yadi Castro was diagnosed with lupus eight years ago. However, her journey to that diagnosis was quite remarkable. Misdiagnosed a number of times from having an ailment with her gallbladder, all the way through to potentially leukemia, and even having undergone surgeries, Yadi's story illustrates the sometimes elusive nature in obtaining an official lupus diagnosis, and underscores the intense toll that lupus can take on an individual and their family. Though the conversation with Yadi is somewhat brief, she will be joining us again later to better explore her story in more detail. Starting from the very beginning of when symptoms first began, what they were, and how her journey evolved to the official diagnosis of lupus. Without any further ado, here's my conversation with Yadi Castro. Yadi, I will turn it over to you, and if you could perhaps give our listeners a bit of background on your story and how it brought you to Lupus Ontario, that would be great. Okay, thank you, Brent. Well, I was diagnosed with lupus about eight years ago, and it took about eight months for my diagnosis to come through. I didn't know what was going on with my body. I started losing a lot of weight. I went down to 92 pounds. I couldn't keep anything down in my stomach. I had a severe joint pain and a lot of rashes uh, around my face specifically and my arms and through my chest. I had a lot of headaches and uh, my blood pressure was um, tumbling down and uh, nobody knew what was going on. I had a procedure where I had gallbladder taken out because they thought it might be a gallbladder issue. Uh, which turned out it wasn't. They also thought I had leukemia, so I had a spinal tab and um, it was negative. So I had um, many misdiagnoses throughout the process of getting diagnosed with lupus until one day um, my doctor sent me to a rheumatologist. And when I walked in the door, the first thing he noticed was the rash I had on my face. And he said, well, I think you have lupus. Let me do some testing. He did some further testing and about a week or so into it, he called me back and uh, he said I had a positive ANA test and my inflammatory markers were really high and everything was going, uh, pointing to lupus. At that point, I didn't really know what to feel. If it, <laughs> I didn't know what was lupus, first of all, and I didn't know what to expect. When he mentioned that there wasn't a cure, all I can think was, okay, uh, this is not good. What am I going to do? It was quite the lonely process after that. After he told me that I was going to be put on prednisone for a lot of anti-inflammatories and immunosuppressants, I started taking those and I started having side effects from them, swelling from the prednisone, started gaining some weight. And throughout the first two years that I had this disease, it was pretty lonely. And um, my husband and I kind of didn't know what to do. And we said, you know what? we can't feel like this anymore. Let's reach out somewhere. And we started doing some research in um, the internet and we came across Lupus Ontario. And uh, we were very grateful that we, uh, we got to Lupus Ontario through the support groups that they used to hold uh, in person. 
we went to a couple of them and we met some wonderful volunteers there and wonderful doctors that were also there um, and very knowledgeable, very uh, informative. That's actually where I met my rheumatologist now, Dr. Chilius. He's been great. He did the fellowship at the Lupus Clinic in uh, Toronto Western. Since then, I, uh, my husband and I kind of felt that I wasn't alone because before I thought it's just me, you know, I, I couldn't turn to anybody. And as the years passed by, I uh, wanted to give back. I wanted to, to be uh, able to say that, you know, I, I'm, I'm giving back to an organization that has helped me in so many ways. I started to do the walk five years ago, two years I did it in Toronto and three years I've been doing it here in Vaughan. I became the Vaughan uh, Walks coordinator. After that, um, I am still battling with lupus. Obviously, I haven't been in remission. Unfortunately, um, there's been some organ involvement in my case as well, where I've had kidney failure and I've uh, had um, heart problems, you know, pericarditis, inflammation of the heart, as well as brain uh, activity, where I have some brain lesions. So this this disease is, is very um it's very tricky and it's very lonely and it's mentally um, really exhausting as well because uh, you find that you, you start to get depressed with all the diagnosis and all the things that there, because there's no cure everything just keeps on piling up for us it was very important to to get it out there that um, it's also an invisible disease that needs to be uh, seen for what it is but also uh, mentally challenging because for myself I also had um, a breakdown uh, while battling with this and, well, um, I can imagine just just all of the misdiagnoses mm -hmm. and the complications that arise just from having lupus, let alone not even knowing right away that it is lupus and having to go through all that. That's an incredible burden to have to bear, mm -hmm. even when you know what it is, let alone when you don't. Is that's that's remarkable. Yeah, it is. It's definitely overwhelming. But like I said, it's it's getting better in the, the sense that I know that I'm not alone. And I know that there's other patients there that have I've shared my experience with and they've shared theirs. And I uh, you know try to contribute as much as I can uh, with Lupus Ontario. If it's not through the walk, uh, it's been through the other types of fundraisers that they've had throughout the years. And that's my uh, sort of giving back to the community. Absolutely. It's, and it's a testament to yourself and your strength that you've taken such an adverse situation, one that you're still going through, and turned it into something as positive as can be for those that you come in contact with, people who are still struggling with lupus just like yourself and hoping to provide them with the support and be that advocate for them as well. I sometimes ask people if there's one piece of advice that you could give to someone, whether it's someone who's newly diagnosed or someone who has had lupus for ages and has struggled with it, what's that one piece or perhaps two pieces because you, you have been through so much with it, what's that one or two pieces of advice that you would give to someone struggling with lupus that you found helpful for yourself? whether it be something that uh, you found on your own, someone who was put in contact with you, anything of that nature? I think for me, the biggest thing that I would be able to tell that person if they were listening today and they were um, newly diagnosed would be that they're not alone to ask for help. That was my main problem. I didn't ask for help and I didn't 
know that the resources were out there for people that had lupus. I put myself with a lot of burden with uh, when I know that I could have reached out for help. So for me, the biggest thing is you're not alone. Hang in there and reach out for help. Your friends, your family, your community, Lupus Ontario, of course, they have their um, support groups where you're going to meet a lot of patients that are going to be probably going through the same thing as you and or they've gone through and what you've been through um, in one point of their lives. It's, it's interesting, too, that you touched on the support group. So if we step back for a moment, you had mentioned that you waited a, a few years upon finding Lupus Ontario to join the walk. What was it like to join the walk? I didn't know what to expect. I joined the Toronto group and I, it was once I got there, I didn't know what to expect, but I, that's where I met the uh, president, Linda Kiel, and other patients that were there. I took a whole bunch of my family. Uh, we were, I think from my group, we were about 30, 40 of us. And uh, we met with about 20 people in, in Toronto. It was a bit scary because I didn't know what to expect, but when once we did the walk and once we heard the testimony of the other patient that was giving, uh, giving um, her life story with how she handled lupus, it was very um, gratifying. So it was a very gratifying experience. When you're going through all of the things that you went through, all of the different health issues, misdiagnoses, and even if you're just going through a flare or kind of a constant suffering of, of symptoms, what's your biggest inspiration for hope or positivity to get you through kind of those little bit of, a, of darker scenarios uh, or times when things really pile up? Do you have a, a mechanism that you turn to or a way that you kind of settle your mind? When I'm in those dark spots, I know now that I have to reach for help. And the first thing I do is reach out to my psychologist and talk to her. And uh, we go through what's going on. But my motivation now is it's always been there. It's my, my family, my kids, my husband. They're the ones that are living with me. They know what this is. They're, they see me at my worst. Uh, I definitely need to push myself throughout my flares and throughout the pain just because I know that I have three kids that I have to you know see them just live and 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 I want to be there for that I want to see them big and I want to see them grow up so whether as a mom and as a patient of lupus you kind of you know drive yourself to push your limits and just go and, and I pray I pray that you know God gives me the, the, the health that I need uh, so that I can surpass all this and uh, keep on going. That's quite the motivation, having three children. I can imagine that it's quite challenging, but also quite motivating. What is the best outcome that you could hope for for the funds that get raised through the walk in order to have that direct impact on lupus and lupus patients? For me, it has been... A as a sign of hope that this money is going for research for a cure. Eventually, like we want a cure for lupus. And for me, collecting those funds, uh, doing the fundraising, getting all the money together is definitely for research, for, uh, for the hope that we all need that, you know, one day there is a cure, a cure for lupus. Well, I think we'll leave it at that for today, Yadi. Did you have any other parting words of wisdom or comments that you'd like to share with anybody? 
Well, anybody that's interested, you know, to join the walks and maybe that uh, haven't done so yet, come out there. Don't be afraid. There's a, a lot of ways where you can donate or become a sponsor, uh, reach out to small businesses. They're always very helpful in the way that you, though the places that you go to, they always see you and they know your story. So they'll never say no to whatever you ask. That's what I find in my way, in my story anyways, when I reach out to the same vendors that I've been going through the, um, all my life, they're always there to support me. So, um, you know, don't be afraid to, to join the walks, to uh, coordinate with a team. And um, if you find it too overwhelming, uh, delegate, which is what I do with my team. You know, I have, a, I'm fortunate enough to have my sisters involved, my brother, um, and um, they, all, they all kind of help in there. And so it, it makes it much easier for you to, to be able to volunteer your hours. And not to mention, it helps build that community as well. If you're going to businesses that you frequent, it, it builds a relationship for you, but it, it builds the awareness of lupus as well, which is a huge part of that advocacy aspect of things too. It definitely does. Excellent. Well, thank you, Yadi, very much for taking the time today to speak with us. And we'd love to have you back again in the future to speak more about the experience that you've had and how you were able to cope with it and, and what lessons others can draw from that as well. Okay. Thank you, Brent, for having me.